Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Driveway Liberty Podcast. The only podcast filmed at a round table that used to be in a driveway. Hey guys, I'm your Uncle Wes and I'm sitting here with my good friend Dan Matichero. How you doing, buddy? Doing pretty good. I mean, I think, uh, you know, you get that one week of I want to beat up somebody kind of mentality but not really have anybody to beat up so to speak yeah, which right. adds to the frustration uh kind of get that out of your system and then you know you talk through a few things we come back and uh we got a new lease on life we're excited we to do. be here yeah I think when we walked out of here last week when after I mean we recorded a pretty good audio show yeah, I, but I, then when I we, thought it was very good, yeah. After that audio show, we sat down and started looking at our video numbers, and then we were like, <laughs> man, shit, dude, why are we even doing this? And then and that's why we do, when we come back from the beer beer review, we, we're like, all right, we're going to call it. <laughs> yeah, it's, we're done, man. Yeah, so, you know, it was a short show last week, and that's something you guys can look forward to going forward, is we will have our hour show, and then we may have some surprises in there, but. We're not committing to anything right now just yet. But we we did – we we took like a day and a half or almost two days. Just unplugged. Just yeah. unplugged and yeah. didn't do anything. And then I got up Friday morning after that, and I started like, you know what, I'm not quite ready to give up on this. All right. So since we're talking about this. Yeah. So we, we recorded the show on Wednesday. I went home Wednesday and pretty much went right to bed. Right. It was, I don't know, I went to bed at like 9.30. Thursday, I got up, went to work, came home, went to bed at like 9 o'clock at night. I had no energy. I was exhausted. Friday, I got up, went to work, came home Friday. I told Elena, I'm not doing anything the whole weekend. I'm just going to sit around, maybe play some video games. I'm not doing anything. Right. So, about... How'd that work out? I don't know, about 20, 20 minutes into that thought process... <laughs> Wes and Travis are texting back and forth like, uh, Dan doesn't want to go. You want to go grab a beer? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then I get, I, I walk in the door. This all happened while I was kind of coming home from work. And uh, I walk in the door and Elena's sitting on the couch because it's summertime. She's she's not working except for, you know, some houses that she does right? because uh, school's out. But um, I can walk in the door and I'm like, yeah, I, I think I'm going to go. I think I would go grab a beer with the boys. And she was like, oh, so you rallied. <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah. we did. And then she we, goes, cause she was worried about me. I'm like going to bed at like nine o'clock at night. Like I'm done for the night. Uh, so she, yeah. And, she was concerned, man. And we went, we went to the place where you're running for reelection as mayor. I'm almost there. You're I've almost, almost there. got it. Yeah. And, uh, and had a few. And what did Travis say? Travis said, uh, it was probably a bad idea to go from whiskey to 8% red ale. Yeah. Uh, that late in the game. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> y'all had had, yeah, I was drinking beer. I was drinking IEBV beers all night, but y'all were drinking bullet when I got there. Or I don't know what yeah, Travis did was the drinking. Rush, no rush, whatever. Yeah. Bourbons in that. And, but you, you had had like four or five bourbons. Yeah, I had five. And then you switched to red ale. And I got ale. excited. I'm like, holy crap, you guys have a red ale? Let me try it. And you're thinking and it's literally five, the most potent red ale I've ever had in my life. Yeah. 
And then next thing you know it, Travis and I are sitting at Grimaldi's eating an entire pizza. <laughs> he ate one and I ate one. <laughs> oh, yeah. I went to the bathroom. I'm like, man, I'm going. I'm leaving. I walked out. I just walked by you, and I said, I'll see you. I'm out. And then Saturday, you played. I did. And then I we watched and had, ball games. And, and had multiple beers Saturday. Well, because of my reelection campaign to be mayor, I actually left there. You did. And then went by the place where I'm still running for mayor yeah. to confirm, to, you know, just just kind of make that final push. Yep. And I sat there, and they were actually closing up early. Mm. They had closed their kitchen because something happened in their flat top, and they couldn't cook. And there, I, I actually was in there while they were putting chairs up on the bar. They served me because I am now you, you the, mayor the mayor again. Yes. Yep. And so, that's usually a late night place. That's usually like a one a.m. Oh situation. Yeah, yeah. And um, so, they, so much for my just yeah, you're crawling into a freaking pillowcase and right dying on the couch for the weekend. Well, I had that spark Friday morning because I was man, I was like black pilled. I'm like, dude, man, I just I don't know if this is even worth it anymore, and blah 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 blah. And then I started getting messages from listeners. They're yes, like, thank you, listeners. Yeah, uh, you, like you, you gave us some look, inspiration. I, I got a couple. Like, uh, one was, "Hey, I just watched that video cast. Y'all look so defeated. Let me let you know that you guys are actually making a difference, and you need to keep it up. We think, I think the, you know, I heard this from a couple of them that they think the audio cast was definitely the way to go because people are have a tendency to listen to that. And then I found a stat. I was doing research Friday morning that said. Audio casts far surpass video casts. Anyway, not saying we're not going to do video in the future. We're just saying we're going to we're going to raise this baby first. Yeah, but our if we do do video, we're not going to do live streams. We already talked about that. Yeah, but we're going to do uh, video that translates well to audio. Sure. So, and that's really kind of the formula with most of them because we talked about this. I'm like. I never watch podcasts, right? The video ones, no. I mean, because because I'm you. I the the time of the day that I usually listen to them are when I'm working. So right. I can't sit down and watch. I'm actually got my head in a grill or you know doing an installation or something. So I got my headphones on and I listen to them. Sure, I, I watch a lot of YouTube, but it is very rarely political. Mm -hmm. I watch like well, your world's different than mine. Yeah. You, you work from home mm -hmm. online. Mm -hmm. Your job is online, so yep. you can do that. Whereas me, I can't watch while I'm doing that. No, and, and like I said, though, when I put something on to watch, look, if I'm being honest, I don't enjoy sitting there watching three guys sitting on a couch or sitting there behind a, a desk, a news desk, talking about politics. I, I enjoy listening to it, yep. but I'd rather not sit there and just watch them do it. Yeah. So, you know, it just kind of we, we gave live video a shot, not saying we won't do that in the future. I've learned a long time ago not to say never say never. never, say never. Um, so but, you know, going forward it, it right now in the immediate future, there won't be any live stream. But, you know, we're, we're going to put some stuff out there. We've got some plans for some entertaining stuff and things like that. But mm -hmm. so that being said, let's get in. And you're going to notice in this show, we're, we're, we're going to have 
four 15-minute segments instead of two 30-minute segments. Yep. So that gives you a minute to go to the bathroom. But we prefer you to listen to our sponsors and our, our segments in between. Yeah. So, But uh, what you got, Dan? All right, so probably everybody knows about the text message uh, that Biden sent to uh, this Chinese fund manager in, in, and I guess it was part of um, the case. Somebody leaked it, basically. So it's a WhatsApp, but it's really a text message. Right. So probably all of you have seen that, and, and I'll go over it here in a minute. But what ended up happening is pretty much most of mainstream media whitewashed it to kind of downplay it right and you saw the segments if you've if you watched abc the view etc everybody's talking about well it's not about corruption it's about addiction and a father's love and you know all the bullshit that they 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 won't do for a Republican. They're president. trying to turn this into some moral high ground situation when it's clear. It's literally and the opposite. <laughs> literally the opposite. Yeah. So the 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 everybody's talking like this is a smoking gun, right? And there's there's holes that are able to be put in into it, but it is one of those. Kind of okay. You got to stretch your imagination a bit to put this hole. So one of them is because Hunter Biden in the text says, "I'm sitting here with my father, and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled." In other words, give me my fucking money. Right. That's literally what. And he said. my dad is here to <laughs> to oversee this entire scenario. Yes. Like he, I'm sitting here with he, the boss. He's using Biden. Yeah. As his influence, his yes. pull. Tell the director I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand, and now means tonight. And then he says, and Z, if I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you, Zhang, or the chairman, I will make certain between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. So... One of the spins on this is, listen, Biden's a crackhead. Hunter's a crackhead. Who knows? He's a strong negotiator. Who knows if he was, this was just a crackhead moment and his dad really wasn't in the room with him. Well. I guess you could make that argument semi-plausible. It's a stretch. Sure. But at the same time, it is absolutely very clear, no matter what frame of mind it is, he's using his father's position to get money from our enemy yes so spin it any way you want to this whole dirty biden thing is it it is it's this is worse than any any government like you talk about watergate as being the worst everybody says Watergate, and then it was trump russia collusion which was completely fake but literally this is the biggest corruption situation of our federal government yep and literally 75 percent of the people who are that that have a voice so you're talking about news radio media talk shows etc 75 to 80 percent of those 
are literally explaining this away. Yeah. Meanwhile, this family is corrupt as hell and him being able to be influenced and have other people kind of run the country is destroying our country. No, absolutely. I mean, it is organized crime at its best. Yeah. And legalized as of last week when they just slapped him on the wrist. They were like, okay, you go go on and keep doing what you're doing because daddy's right there in your back pocket or front pocket or dad, you're in daddy's pocket, which I lately I wouldn't assume it would be the case. Daddy's a, he's on the well, downward slope. I think slope. when he was vice president – yeah. It, you were in daddy's pocket. Yeah, absolutely. You, know, you were doing all the work, but daddy was taking his 10%. Yeah. And he would kick you in the nuts when you were going in the wrong direction. It's typical, yeah. you know, patriarch type scenario where you're running a, a, a crime family. Sure. Absolutely. It's literally parallel to any organized crime you would ever see in the mafia or any other of yeah. these types of The guy running the show is calling the shots. He's collecting checks. And he's keep doing his best to keep his name out of shit. And then you wonder why we are spending so much money funding the war in Ukraine. Yeah. Because it seems like that is, that's like the Sopranos uh, trash industry. Yeah. That's Ukraine. Oh, yeah. No so doubt. Every, you, they own the Ukraine government. Mm-hmm. All these players. Right. Own the Ukraine government. They did the previous administration. Yep. Then when people inside Ukraine got pissed off and got rid of the previous in- in administration, now they got this clown comedian that they can control. Right. And it, give him some cash. Who's apparently a hero of democracy. Oh, yeah. Right. And if you listen to Tucker's video, he's a hero of democracy that is actually indicated that he's going to suspend their elections next year. Right. He literally said in a, in a, in a speech that, uh, yeah, we'll have elections next year if we win. Yeah. If we win. A- anybody think they're going to win? No. Anybody think this is going to be over in a year? No. That dude just took <laughs> over the whole country, and he's a puppet. He is Bi- a Biden puppet, yeah, or absolutely. at least the cabal, well, whatever. We, we call it the them. Biden. It's not Biden. <clears throat> it is – It is. Call, there's many names for it. Deep State. Yeah. I mean, it is a collective group of people that you're, I, I guarantee you there's like, this is like uh, an unorganized kind of organically um, rolls through type of scenario where you've got people who don't, they, it's not like they sit in a room and have a board meeting. No, and no, figure no, stuff no, no, out. no, 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 no. The stuff is organic in that they know they move this chess piece to this spot. It's going to cause the other person to do this. Right. And they kind of manipulate things like that. They're kind of pulling the strings a little bit. Hey, this is going to take some getting used to, but we're already into the 15-minute mark, so we need to take a little break. And we'll be right back right after this. Hey, guys, it's Wes. And it's Dan. With the Driveway Liberty Podcast. We want to thank you in advance for coming over and giving us a listen. We going to have fun? Yeah, we drink beer and talk politics, man. What could be better than that? Nothing. Come join us. We'll see you on the Driveway Liberty Podcast. All right, guys, welcome back. It is time for our newest segment. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Driveway Liberty Podcast newest segment, Correcting Fucked Up Headlines. So in the headlines today, and I, let me explain how this segment's going to work. I actually pulled these headlines straight from a news aggregator, Yahoo. 
Mm-hmm. This was these are headlines right there on their homepage. It's what they serve to me. And this is just that's one area, but they pull them from like New York Times, and I'll I'll attribute where their article came from. But the very first one is from the New York Times. Something was messing with the Earth's axis. The answer has to do with us. <laughs> so a more appropriate title, I think, would be scientists find a legitimate reason for climate change, but still blame you for it. <laughs> So anybody that's had Geology 101, and me who really, my degree was in political science, so I avoided like biologies and chemistries, but I really enjoy the study of rocks for some reason. Rock. Um, Basically, if you've had a geology class or looked into geology a little bit, you know that the Earth's axis has changed a number of times throughout the history of the Earth. And so that is a legitimate reason for why the climate is changing where you live, if it is. So headline number two, this is from something called The Sheet. I'm not familiar with it, but apparently it's big enough that Yahoo is pulling it in. Disney, forget Disney, new DeSantis supported law angers truckers and AOC. A more adequate headline for this would be, now that we got Trump heading to jail, we need to really start bashing DeSantis with defamatory headlines that mess represent the actual story. Mm. <laughs> so the actual story, if you look in, the law they reference is the new immigration law, which no longer permits reliance on out-of-state driver's licenses. If another state issued an ID, and there's no way to prove that that person was actually a U.S. citizen, Florida's not recognizing it. That's a logical use of that law, but apparently it's pissing off truckers because they're not they're, they're not legit citizens. Apparently, those would be the only truckers it would piss off. And AOC, which everything the right does pisses AOC off. <laughs> yeah, so. that's true. So fuck her. <laughs> so go banking rates, which is an unusual name for a site with a headline of this nature. It's go banking rates. An ancient rule allows Biden to forgive student loan debt, no matter what the Supreme Court says. A better title for this would be, we don't understand how constitutional law works at all. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because while the article references the Higher Education Act of 1965, Lyndon Johnson signed that, um, while Biden may be able to make an argument based on that law, the Supreme Court's decisions, they are the ultimate arbiters of law in the United States, and their decisions supersede. Well, they, they were right up until they reversed Roe versus Wade. You're right. Now they're After le- that, they're illegitimate. They're, yeah, they don't matter. I think the headline should be, fuck the Constitution. Yeah, well, we're going to do whatever the fuck we want. That's exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. I was trying to be a little nice, but so the Associated Press uh, released this threats of impeachment and censure used to be rare in this in this Congress. They've become routine. <laughs> With a fucking straight face, somebody wrote that headline. They did, and so what it should say is by referencing this Congress in a headline, we assume you aren't an idiot. You are an idiot and have totally forgotten what the last Congress did to Trump over a manufactured narrative twice. <laughs> twice, yes. <laughs> so obviously this headline is meant to detract from the actual reasons these individuals are being censured and the sure. reasons there's impeachment 
you know, papers filed in the, in the Congress against Joe Biden because oh, yeah. they're not they're just detracting from well, their actual reasons because they're guilty. Yes. Well, and, and they're trying to make it sound like, well, they're just trigger happy on the censure and impeachment. Yeah, shit. This is the revenge no. tour of Congress. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're yeah, mad because we we impeached the criminal for two things that actually didn't happen. Mm. And now they're going to actually turn around and get revenge by impeaching our criminals for things they actually did. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Fucking bizarre world. Yeah, man, it is a bizarre. So it, speaking of the, the gentleman who was impeached twice, Trump wants, this is from Associated Press as well. Trump wants to keep communists and Marxists, and they're, those are in quotes, out of the U.S. Here's what the law says. That's the headline. Another way to say this is why you should be okay living with communists and Marxists. Because that's basically what the thing is. Now, you need to note that we live in a country where, obviously, if you are a communist and Marxist, it is okay for you to have your political opinion. But what they, the nominal phrase in that is Trump wants to keep them out of the U.S., which means they are not citizens of the U.S. Mm -hmm. So, yes, we are within our legal standing. Yeah, it doesn't say we want to throw all communists and Marxists out. Right. We, we just want to keep them out. And we can do, we decide the immigration law. Why, why is that bad? It's not bad, but they're trying to. <laughs> you so, know why? Because they're communists and Marxists. Absolutely. <laughs> and one of the reasons I wanted to do this segment, yeah, I thought it might be good for some laughs, but it it points out how slanted just the headlines alone are. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And a lot of times you get into the meat of an article and you realize, dude, all right, this is not what the headline said it was about. Like I saw another article about um, the uh, the the trans law that uh, the judge overturned, and and the reason the judge overturned it, if you look at the law, is a legit reason because some of the language was vague, mm -hmm. and how and so how do you how do you actually enforce a law with that vague language that leaves a lot up to interpretation, and but the the headline just touts it as some big, huge trans victory over over DeSantis's law and the, le and the Florida legislature's law. Another one I saw related to Florida, and I laughed, and I probably should have included this today, was uh, uh, retirees are leaving Florida in droves. This is where they're going. And it's like some little fucking county in Alabama. But um, I, I laugh because my first thought is they're leaving in droves because they're dying. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and they're going to hell or heaven or or whatever. But we're not saying that tiny little town in Alabama is hell. No, no. But it, but it might be. We just, been there. just but you have Alabama in the name. There's a strong chance it's it could possibly. be. Yeah. Sorry, Travis. <laughs> He's not here to defend himself. But it, it, you know, so I mean, the headlines are ridiculous, and they. You know, they're saying that they're being priced out because a lot of rich and wealthy people are leaving living here. So here comes the wealth envy against Florida. That's the that's the next thing on the slate. Uh, you already have got the trans and the NAACP saying it's not safe to live here. Yeah. So why why you care? Why do you right. care? Yeah. Absolutely. Why why do you care? Like your people aren't living here, so and just there. And, and if you look on Yahoo, there are a multitude of Disney v. DeSantis articles that are all favoring disney of course and favoring their side of things and one in one of the articles it literally said well there is no concrete evidence to show that 
the the DeSantis's stance on Disney has hurt attendance into the parks. And it, it may be but that, that a lot of the trans and bi community are scared to come to Florida. Yeah, so which is it? Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> so uh, it, it's – I don't understand how these people get jobs writing shit the way they – well, maybe I do because well, they – activists. They are fucking activists, and yeah, they are fit right in the community. Yeah. So what else you got, Dan? Uh-oh. Oh, wait, that was – Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Driveway Liberty Podcast newest segment, Correcting Fucked Up Headlines. (laughs) So I'll need to uh, change to have an end bump for that that says that was the Correcting Fucked Up Headlines. (laughs) Anyway, we did that on the fly today. So uh, what else you got, brother? So uh, uh, apparently, um, and this this, this is so interesting that CNN released this, but apparently there's a two minute audio clip of one of two conversations um, that the Biden justice department is using in their indictment of Trump. The one that's in Florida, right? With the classified documents indictment. So the indictment referenced two conversations that Trump had in 2021, allegedly um, with two unknown individuals who are believed to have been researchers working with Trump's former chief of staff, Mark Meadows, on his autobiography and did not have the proper authorization to view the documents the former president is accused of illegally retaining. Right. So if you listen to the video, there's papers or listen to the audio. There's no video. And interestingly enough trump knew he was being recorded when he did this right and he's waving around some papers and basically said um that he had papers that indicated that millie wanted to attack iran Mm. now that's what you that's what they're they're saying who knows what's on the papers i mean you want to make this fucking argument with hunter of plausible deniability and all this other shit with Hunter, like, oh, well, maybe Jill wasn't in the room. Well, maybe those papers were just a newspaper article. Maybe. Could have been. And they weren't actually classified been a gro- documents. Could have been a grocery list. Sure. Could have been fucking, he's opening up a roll of toilet paper. It could be. Getting ready to put it on the list. Uh, yeah. But the the indictment charges former president with 31 counts of willful retention of national defense information. One count of conspiracy to obstruct justice. One count of withholding document or record. One count of corruptly concealing a document or record. One count of concealing a document in a federal investigation. One count of scheme to conceal. And one count of false statements and misrepresentations. Mm. So after this this uh, audio came out, and it's interesting how when the WhatsApp text that came out with that we talked about in the first segment yeah with hunter comes out it gets it gets leaked and then very quickly this audio gets leaked to cnn and now this just completely overtakes the news cycle right so we're gonna wash out the smoking gun on hunter and joe let's leave hunter out of it smoking gun on joe yeah president of the united states yeah using his influence peddling through his son Yep. And now they leak this to CNN. Huh? Huh? All right. So if this is all classified, 
how does CNN have it? Right, right. That's a great question, Daniel. And then the only one who leaked it to the public was CNN. Right. Because apparently the the verbiage Milley wanted to attack Iran is what is the the bullet, the, the, the classified information that nobody's supposed to know about. But nobody knew about it until CNN told everybody about it. Yeah. Like nobody heard that video. It's a part of the case against Trump that somehow magically CNN got. The same fucking week that Hunter Biden's WhatsApp text gets leaked. It's kind of funny how that works Interesting out. how that yeah. works. So pretty much the only one who released classified information to the public was the person who leaked it to CNN, mm-hmm. which is actually criminal. Yeah. And then CNN who leaking it? it to the fucking, fucking world. Public. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And Trump gets all pissed off and gets on true social and basically calling this election interference he's not refuting anything but he's calling this election, election interference, interference which okay trump does or biden trump said this is election interference yeah like just i mean it's no different than the hunter laptop situation where no. that got leaked and they discredited that mm-hmm. to keep it from interfering with the election because they said it was going to be election interference All right so they discredited it and then after Joe gets handed the office, because I'm not saying he won the election because he didn't fucking win. So Joe gets handed the office. Right. Now it all comes out that it's real. And that's what's happened in the last couple of years. Everybody's coming out with that. But now here we have the opposite tact taken with something that involves Trump. Yeah. It, if you cannot see. The hypocrisy. The, I know the I people mean, listen to our our podcast see the hypocrisy but if if somebody else out there is intellectually honest and is willing to actually open their mind and look at things from an objective standpoint you've got to see you, you i mean it's so blatantly obvious look look there's no doubt in our mind and probably majority of our listeners minds that media is just a fourth arm or third arm of the left. And and when we come back yeah. in the third segment, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. Yeah. Because we did delve into that a little bit. Yeah, we did. On um, the way up here. So. We sure did. Well, we'll be right back right after this break uh, with beer reviews and more conversation. Hey, is your grill nasty? Is it missing some parts? Do you need a new grill? Well, give Dan the Grill Man a call. He is literally the best grill maintenance company on the Emerald Coast. Literally. Look him up on Facebook.com forward slash fresh and clean grill. That's Dan the Grill Man. Literally the best. All right, guys. Welcome back. It is time for... Beer Reviews. So, hey, guys, uh, uh, we we do this segment every week. If you're just tuning in for the very first time, and if you are tuning in for the fir- very first time, be sure to subscribe to the show. We would appreciate it if you listen to us on Spotify, 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 <laughs> <Ida> Spa, <laughs> or Spotify, Apple, Peach. 
Tomato. Oh, yeah. Amazon, wherever. <laughs> Google Podcasts, we're available on all those spots. Just go ahead and hit that subscribe button and give us a five-star review. We sure would appreciate it that it's going to help us grow and reach more people. It helps, uh, helps especially on iTunes and, and Apple. It will, it, they'll actually start suggesting us to their friends. And, and if you hate us, just give, give us, us a, a one-star review and then go on social media and tell everybody you know why you hate us. Yeah, absolutely. Tell them. Yeah, because we deserve to be thrown off the air. So. Yeah, we do. So you should tell everybody. Yeah. Most definitely. So with that being said, <laughs> let's do a beer review. What you got over there, Daniel? All right. So I, I've got another local beer. Okay. Uh, this is for our neighbors right down the street here. Um, it, well, they're, I guess, technically Niceville, right? Yeah. They, yeah, they brew in both spots. Yeah. So, but they, uh, they're right here in Freeport also. Uh, it's from Props Brewery. And it's their American Blonde Ale. Uh, it is 5.2%. I've never had it before, so I'm going to open it up right now for you. There you go. Oh, there we go. Popping that top. Again, Blonde Ales right. are not my favorite. It's not what I normally drink. Right. And this is pretty light, although... You know, the, the ones that I normally drink, like the Yinglings and that kind of beer, are in the five range, too. Yeah. Uh, but this is good. This has got a good finish. It's got it a is a good. It was a good beer. It's got flavor for a for a lighter It does. A lighter beer. It'd be, it's a good beach beer. You know, it's kind of... I guess we need to formally, maybe on the website, have a scale yeah. of beer. Yeah, and we we have the you it's know like the beach w- what and define what we qualify as a beach beer. It's a lighter mm-hmm. beer, something we could drink a lot of during the day while we're hanging out on the beach because we live at the beach, and so we do that on occasion. All the way up to a beer that can take the place of a meal. It's what I call a Christmas beer. <laughs> yeah, yes, right. yeah, you drink it in the winter when yeah, it's cold with out a spoon. with a spoon like oatmeal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So cool, cool, cool. Well, I've been. I started uh, this last week. I, I got to lose some weight, man. I've gained back. I'd lost like fifty pounds, and I've gained back almost all of it. So I've. Uh, I'm trying to do this intermittent fasting, and it's kind of funny. Right before the beer review, we timed it perfectly. I came out of fat the fasting period. I'm. I'm not eating for sixteen hours per day, or drinking just or water, just water. Yes, mm-hmm. and then I have an eight hour window in which I can eat or drink whatever the fuck you want. To Pretty eat. much. I mean, I mean the Don't idea. Don't get stupid, otherwise. Right. So the first thing I'm having after coming out of my fasting, you can't period get today, stupid. Otherwise, the torture that you go through for those hours, you're just pissing it away. Just pissing away. And the idea <laughs> is that might with as well the, just eat whatever you want. To and the kind of the quick science behind the fast is you get your glucose levels down and that puts you in ketosis which causes your body to start using your fat stores to burn energy and 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 protect your muscles and you faint at odd times (laughs) actually i haven't felt lightheaded at all you know last night i probably overdid it when we went and had pizza um because i had to run in the door when i got to the house i had dumping syndrome so it uh yeah so i uh somebody uh, that knew i was doing the fast they reached out to me and said hey how'd it go yesterday i'm like well other than the heart palpitations and the diarrhea i was fine (laughs) all right so what are you drinking i am drinking because i'm coming out of the fasting period uh, i'm drinking miller light (laughs) 
you can't hit it hard. Like if you like think about it, if you had like uh, you know an eight or a ten ABV beer without eating anything for eighteen hours or however long it is, yeah, fasting. I would be. I couldn't get home. Yeah, we we one beer and we wouldn't be able to go to. Lunch. Well, originally on the table, I had <laughs> one of those dragons ales or whatever that Kevin left. The, the, yeah, the beast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's ten percent. I got to thinking about it. I'm thinking, man, that sounds good. Yeah. And then I'm like, I better not. <laughs> if we want to get home today, yeah, it'll hit you hard. So that is. The wrong Ladies button. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to label these things at some point in the near future, I promise. Absolutely. All right, that should. All right, we're almost done. Here we go. Beer reviews. That was the beer review. All right, so back to uh, regular right. conversation. So we finished last segment in talking about the the very real bias of mainstream news like call it media because yeah. it's news it's the tv shows it's the radio talk shows it is the 80 percent of the country and and that's just an arbitrary number i made up it could be 95 percent, or it could be 70 percent. right you know because we we kind of get our information from more independent sources. So I'm not watching ABC, NBC, and CBS at eight, at eight o'clock at night, the sitcoms yeah. and those kind of things like I used to when I was a kid. I refuse to watch those things now. So that 80% is an arbitrary number. But I feel it's somewhere in that range. The great majority of the voices that Americans hear are slanted. Yeah. So... So how do you how do you figure that out? How does that happen? Well, so, I think what you do. Uh, well, how does that happen? Yeah, I mean that's a great question. I how do so many different people? I mean, you could say it's a conspiracy, a cult. We've all you seen the videos where you've got all of these news reporters saying the same, and they're local, local news, local, local news. Yes, they are disseminating the same exact information. Well. Who owns all of these news organizations? Okay, so there's six companies. Six that companies own that own 89, all almost all of them. Yeah. I would imagine there's one or two smaller ones out there. but Well, there's independent companies that are yeah. separate. That but, I mean, just our local news stations it, between Panama City Beach and Pensacola and Dothan, most of those are owned by the same company. Our mm -hmm. newspapers. But they're Pensacola. under the umbrella of. But think about go further. So you got ABC, mm -hmm. CBS, and NBC. Their parent companies are Universal, and Fox, yeah, Viacom. You know all those. Yeah, you can the movie. The you can go to the movie companies. You know when you sit down and see MGM mm -hmm. coming up on the screen before a movie, and you got the line going. Arr, arr, arr. Well, that company owns a bunch of TV stations and a bunch of networks and. All, a bunch of cable networks that you like Bravo and E and all Same, those kind of like things Disney are all owns, the main parent companies. Yeah, Disney ESPN, owns a bunch. ESPN, ABC, yeah. yeah. So you have just a handful of companies disseminating every bit of information. And the newscasters that work for those organizations are all, with the exception of one or two, a member of the same political party. Yes. Every so not only are they... Not only are they financially invested, because how many of you have worked at a job where your boss told you to do something and you didn't want to do it? 
Yeah. And you didn't think that was the right way to do it. That's the reason I'm But because the company wants you to do it that way, you do it. Right. So there's part of that involved. So if you're a newscaster on Panama City 7 or whatever the local news station is, yeah. and corporate says, here's your... Well, it, let's 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 take this out of it. In reality, the people who are speaking to the TV have no fucking saying anything. They're just reading. The They're just reading, and yeah. they just have a good voice, and they can read uh, what somebody puts on and a screen. They're pretty for to them. look at. Yep, and they can they can use their voice so that the bullshit that they're giving you sounds interesting very few of them are actual reporters or right. journalists right. very few they call themselves that but and they may have been at one point in time where they went out in the field and reported on stories but those people you see on tv are reading shit somebody else wrote for them. okay so you just made me think of something think of the think of the the last group of really good investigative reporters like the as we used to think, the, the Wood, Woodward and Bernstein type report. Forget about the politics, but the people who actually, all the president's men broke Watergate. You know, yeah. they broke that. That shit doesn't happen nowadays. The people who actually do that get cast out. Look at Matt Tahibi. Yeah. Glenn Greenwald. Yep. Those are all really good investigative reporters. And they went down the wrong avenue. And they avenue. were intellectually honest. They went down the wrong avenue. They didn't tow the political, the corporate line, which is the political line, which is the Democrat line, which right. is the leftist line. Right. They're all lined up now. Yeah. And then where are they now? They got it. They're, they're independent. Yep. Absolutely. They got thrown out. Absolutely. They are. Absolutely independent. All right. So that's the media. Yeah. So the motivation comes from your boss tells you what to do, and it's kind of something you really want to believe anyway. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, kind I would of. imagine that job interviews for uh, for most journalists are, hey, uh, yeah, I know we're not supposed to ask this, uh, but what's your political affiliation? And it, well, they'll ask questions to get that answer right, without yeah. actually asking. That yeah, they, they'll give those scenario questions. Yeah, if a kitten was not on welfare. <laughs> Yeah. Don't you think that kitten should be on welfare? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the kitten get cast out of the yeah. the rest of the cat should should the dog adopt have you, the kitten. Have you had your COVID vaccine? <laughs> yep. Yeah. All of that stuff. It's exactly right. <laughs> okay, so that's the media. Right. So we can kinda and this is like Wes and I's we're logical people. Mm-hmm. So I can remember back when I was a full-blooded democrat yeah having conversations with people like myself now and wes back when i was a democrat and my, my all my answer the question i always had to what i thought was their craziness was why why would people do that sure if what you're saying is true why would people do that and well, the, and that was the question we we discussed coming up here today: is why are they like this? Mm-hmm. Why do they feel it appropriate to disseminate false information? Or I won't even use false news. Let's just say slanted news, because that's what it is. Well, I mean, yeah. just like in Omissions, our headlines, partial partial truths in our headline mm-hmm. section. I mean, we talked about one of the articles that detracts from the actual problem. 
and pose it and right. creates a new one. The new one was that the Congress seems to be trigger happy on censure and impeachment. That was the inference there. Yeah. And if you learn anything about legalities and, and legal jargon, inference is very important in swaying somebody to your side of things. Mm-hmm. You use inference. You don't necessarily come out and say it, but you infer that somebody's an idiot or somebody's criminal. Now, they've gotten a lot more direct over the last few years. Well, because they have all the power. Right. And 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 you know what? It's just like with the January 6th stuff. We, I think we talked about this before, maybe on air or off air. I don't remember. But – they arrested all these people and locked them up without due process. Yes. They did not. I mean, they, they, they had no trial. They, they don't, they didn't get to face a jury, of their peers. There was no grand jury to determine if what happened was worthy of them going to trial. None of that fourth amendment, none, all of their fourth amendment rights were just Thrown. bashed with a bat. Mm-hmm. And what that's done is that's shown that's that's shut down a lot of people who would argue or verbalize against the the government and what they're doing because like oh shit that is that is if the- we did try to rise up and do something peacefully they're just going to lock us up well look what they did in Michigan they made up the fact that there was a Whitmore kidnapping sure they literally lied and made it up so yeah you're right but that is that is the tactic of a police state. That's what they do. Right. They destroy dissent with any tool they have. This is fucking Star Wars 101 with the Empire taking yes. over is what it is. Yep. And I'm Star Wars nerd. And Everybody knows that. So that's that. fiction. You can go back in history yeah. and pick well, any total- totalitarian government. They do the same thing. The only thing they haven't done with us yet is disarm us. And they well, can't I, outright do it. So they're doing it incrementally they are and we we'll, talked we'll, about we'll talk we're going to bring up a specific situation where one of our listeners called me last night to tell me about it but we're going to take a little break before uh and and this is brought to you by our sponsor socialism springs <laughs> mate oh shit <laughs> i got it muted oh shit start over all right you can edit all this out right <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> or if you want, to, if you don't want to, leave it. It's more fun that way. Yeah, it is. Are you tired of ordinary golf courses run by private companies? Do you crave a touch of fiscal irresponsibility with your nine iron? You'll experience the exhilaration of navigating challenging fairways while the county government navigates its precarious financial situation. Feel the rush of sinking putts as you become part of the county's grand financial plan. Socialism Springs, where we take pride in offering you a -a one-of-a-kind pet project golfing experience that ensures we have to raise your taxes even more. Socialism Springs, where golf and financial uncertainty collide the most thrilling way possible. So, welcome back, guys. That's our sponsor, uh, Socialism Springs. We're excited. We've just added a new sponsor that will be coming out, and you'll you'll hear their ad, but I'm going to go ahead and give them a shout-out. Stalin's Roost is the restaurant at Socialism Springs, so yeah. they'll be sponsoring yeah. us real soon. Very so, excited. Yeah, man. We're, we're so Very thankful excited. that your taxpayer dollars are sponsoring this cast, and that means so much to us. And even more exciting – that your so your tax dollars are actually supplementing our golf game and our lobster. 
you can get you a lobster roll at, at at Stalin's Roost for for like fifteen bucks. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin oh, I'm sorry. I, I messed it up. Much into it. You get excited. I am. I'm ex- you get excited. I'm excited when we have yeah, a new sponsor. That's right. That's right. You should be. Yeah, absolutely. Be. Speaking of which, if you'd like to sponsor the cash, you can reach out to us uh, via our website, thedrivewaylibertypodcast.com forward slash advertise, and we would love to represent your business or product right here on this cast. And if you're not a business person, mm-hmm. but you are an individual who enjoys listening to us and wants to help continue the fight through us, we have Patreon ability for us. So it's uh, patreon.com forward slash driveway liberty podcast. There you There's go. no the. You got it. There's no driveway the in liberty that. podcast. Right. Um, and what you can do if you. Um, don't have the monetary means to do that you can like and share depending on how you follow us on on our podcast some are follow some are like yep and definitely share because we put our every time we release a cast we put it on all of our social media sites so if you see it in your timeline on uh, and you're following us please share it you're right because us just putting it out there has a very very limited reach yes it does because they they don't want us we don't show up in people's algorithms unless they specifically absolutely us. and speaking of our our, our <coughs> patreon sponsors we want to give some shout outs to travis horn what yeah former former co-host and co-founder of the driveway liberty media and driveway liberty podcast sean roll which Thank we may sean. have some exciting news about sean raleigh uh, Jeff Brown, uh, Michelle Schwaderick, uh, I'm sure I pronounced that correctly. Kevin Myers is a, a sponsor, uh, as well as Lauren McHugh, Cat Pellegrino, and Brett Lindell, our original GOAT. The very first. Our very first Patreon sponsor. Cat, so. who's there every show. Man, yeah, she is. Cat's awesome. We love Cat. We miss you. And we we do have that Second Amendment flag hanging up right now. You just can't see it because we're not doing live streams anymore. That's right. That's right. Yeah, but that that's a really cool flag she sent us. So she has been very sweet to us as a sponsor and and supporter of the cast, as well as all the Patreon sponsors have been. Thank you guys. Yeah, thank you very much. So that's enough of the the warm and fuzzies. Yeah. All right. So we were talking on the way over, and we alluded to this last segment. That they haven't taken, they aren't able, or they haven't figured, let me, let me rephrase that. They haven't yet figured out a way to take our guns without like dying, trying to do it. Right. Right. That they don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. That's kind of the last ditch thing. Right. So what they've done is they've done incremental things, changing laws, limiting capacity of your magazines licensing there's all kinds well, of now stuff they're doing bureau- bureaucratic things yes and i got this call last night from a listener um somebody who's actually been a guest on the podcast i'm not gonna mention her name because she um may not want us to mention that right now but she called me last night i hadn't heard from her in a good while Good long while. And she said, hey, I was listening to your cast about the gun store, wherever it was, Michigan or Alabama or whatever, where yeah. the IRS Montana. came in. Montana. Mm-hmm. Where the IRS came in. And she said, I actually went to buy some ammunition today, and I was speaking to this gun owner right here in the Florida Panhandle in this small town who had paid his renewal for his license back in April. The feds cashed his check. 
and he has not heard a thing from them. Now, his current license expires two days after this cast is being recorded, and he does not have a renewal license in place yet. So, and he is so concerned. The guy, had, according to her, I, we, we haven't talked to this guy. We hope to maybe have him on in the future. But according to her, his he's he's got like a one one year old toddler, man. He's and he it's a small this town. It's his small business. This yeah. is his small business. This is how he earns his income, how he feeds his family. And the feds are And he's complied with all the laws. He's done all he's done everything properly. Mm-hmm. He's done everything properly. Well, in our conversation last night, my conversation with her. She brought up a very valid point. She's she's an immigrant here. Mm-hmm. And she said, this is exactly how it started where I'm from. I'm not going to say where she's from. And it's bullshit because what they do, and this is her take, not mine, and I agreed with her, though, Sure, is they actually seek out these people who are the most self-sufficient. Because you think about it. This guy's running a gun store in a small town selling guns. To probably a population of... If you of, did this at the Bass Pro, it's not going to end them. Right. Absolutely. It just right. would shut down one store. Right. But this is a dude who actually is a veteran, knows how to survive, but you are just cutting his legs out for right from under him. Yeah, you're taking away his income. You're taking away his income. But he is probably more educated than the cashier at Bass Pro that sells you the firearm. And I bet you... In the place that he's at, he probably has a very strong influence in the community. Yes. He's probably got uh, multiple people around him that he is – are they going to go to him his or are they going to go to the Bass Pro absolutely. or Cabela's? They're going to go to him. He is, His circle of influence is significant, significant in his, his scope of – in his world. Sure. And I have no doubt about that. And that's why I'm anxious to get him on the show for an interview to tell us his story. But he has also, he expressed to her that he's a little concerned about that because he had a friend they did something similar to who went on and the feds came in and shut him down based on his interview with a, with a media outlet of some sort. That's not police tactics. Sure. No, no, absolutely not. You go on a a show and talk bad about, Somebody they come in and shut your gun store down, right, man? And 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 they also that same guy he was telling he told her, and of course this is hearsay, uh, granted, but he and and so th- there may be some details that aren't accurate. I'll admit that. But this other friend that owns this other gun store, they came in and took all of his records for two weeks, just like the one in Montana. And apparently, you know, enough time to scan in or, or copy, mm-hmm. make copies of all of those records of people who legally bought firearms. Why would you need you that don't. information That's for two a, weeks? Well, because they are preparing is sure. what's going on. They're building the, they, they can't get a law passed that allows them to have a registry, which is the background check. The universal background check is, is the registry. Right. If you have every single person, there's there's no ability for me to, to sell you a gun. All right. Dan selling Wes a gun mm-hmm. without Dan doing a background check on Wes. Right. You eliminate that. 
and they have a registry of, of every single gun owner in America. Yep. Man, I tell you what, gang, I, I'm not trying to get black peeled again on this episode because I feel like it's been a pretty good episode. Yeah. Um, but you can't rely on government, number one. You can't rely on media. If you learn nothing else from this particular single podcast, you can't rely on media. You you got to be your own hero. I'm wearing a shirt. Yep. You got to be your own hero. I got my sticker on my laptop. There you go. Here's the thing. Government doesn't have any more power than we give them. Mm-hmm. And yet we continue to give them more and more power. Oh, Lord, don't we? Day after day, locally, statewide, and nationally. All right. We're in control of that. Yeah. So the next time your local government wants to buy private property and do something that's sexy for your community, think about the power you're given to that government. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you don't realize it. You think, oh, I'm already it's paying taxes. It's the freaking candy that the freaking child rapist lures you into their van with. It's exactly right. And I had this um, I had this very conversation with one of the listeners that called to encourage us the other day. And I'm thinking, she's like, well, it's good for the community. And I said, because there was a, there's something she and I disagree on. Sure. And I said, I want you to shorten that word community. And she's like, Com- communism. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I mean, if you're not willing to go out and make something work for like a park or a beach access or whatever, if you're not willing to go out, if you don't want it enough to be willing to go out and pull resources and purchase that piece of property and create a park, why are you willing to ask government to do that on your behalf? Well, think about this. If they didn't have all of our money to do all this, we'd have a lot more. And when you'd have the ability to do this. Absolutely. Well, we have the ability to do it now and in, in the same means but demand that they have less. If, if they didn't do it, it, the absence of government doing something for you, the private sector will do it if it's necessary. If there is a, a legitimate call for it and demand for it, yes. that's how fucking free market capitalism <laughs> yes. works. It would happen. Just like, hey, yeah. before income tax, there was roads. Yeah, We had roads. There and police departments and armies. Fire departments. And we, fire had departments. we had all that stuff. We had all of that. We had all that stuff. And you can make an argument the roads were better. Well, and, but <laughs> one of the questions I get, and it's a legitimate question, is, well, but we're already here. How do you reverse it? Well, the first place you do is stop. Yeah. You stop asking government. How do you for stop getting fat? Anything. Right. You, you stop eating stupid shit. Right. Or go on a fast. Well, you I'm still for, you have to stop. Yeah. You got to stop You have to stop, stop eating, eating 24/7. You can yeah. you got to stop eating pizza before you go to bed. Well, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so that you it, it, you be your own hero when it comes to uh dealing with government stuff. And you stop asking government for things. Mm-hmm. That's where we and start. Then you, and then you push. And then you push you them push to back. stop asking for more things from you, namely dollars. Then you elect people who will sell off those things to private, sell that that public property that they bought 
sell it. Sell it or turn it over to a nonprofit. Yeah. You can turn it to a nonprofit. Guess what? If a nonprofit owns a park, they've got a built-in venue for for fundraising. Yeah. They can hold concerts there. They mm-hmm. can do all kinds of cool shit. They can have park. They can do farmers markets. I mean, we see a lot of those down here. A lot of these upscale shopping areas. Every Saturday, they've got a farmers market, and they, you know what? They charge those farmers to come in there. There you go. And a nonprofit could own a park and do a farmers market, and charge them a booth fee. To come in. And you know what? That helps pay for the park. That helps pay for upgrades. It also helps pay for other things. I mean, so there is, if when there's a will, there's a way. Yes. And one thing, one of the wisest things my dad always told me is people do what they want to do. And you got to want to shrink government to shrink government. And the other thing is perfect is the enemy of good. Yeah, it is. So stop stop expecting no hurdles or obstacles in trying to write a ship. Yeah. And folks keep, another thing people keep saying to me is, well, we just got to get the right people in there. Like, well, all right, how long have we been waiting on that? Yeah, but where's the right people? All right. So, yeah. all right. We want to the right people who, who are capable of working for half the salary that a job you would need to, to 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 live to to fund your family. Right. That was originally set up as a part time job. That is absolutely a full time job. Yeah. So the, the you've limited the 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 law has limited the the ability to put candidates in that position from the salary to. That shouldn't be the a full time. Ability to do it. It shouldn't be. It, government well, should have. Well, if you did it right, there wouldn't, so it wouldn't little, be a full time. So little job. to do that it shouldn't be a full time job. Yeah, but it, right now it is. Well, they So the only people who are. The, it, it is because they've create they've made it into a full time job because of how, how many eggs are in their basket, so to speak. Yeah. The things they're in charge of. So. Well, if you limit. But you're limited based on that alone because how many people are independently wealthy enough to be able to go do a job like that and not be able to work a full-time job? Right. Or even a part-time job. Yep. Or comfortable with the salary that it pays. That's it. Who can be comfortable? Like if you're single and you live in a very small home or your, your mortgage is already paid for, then you could live on that yeah, salary. That's the truth. That's the truth. Well, hey guys, we're out of time. I want to thank my co-host and buddy Dan here for sitting here and hanging out with us. Uh, this was a lot better. I think I think it was. I it's think we're better. in a better mindset. We we've been thinking this through differently. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. So you guys, if you don't mind, share it with your friends. Let us know what subscribe. You think. Let us know what you think of this format. And with that being said, I am your Uncle Wes for Dan. We'll see you next time on the Driveway Liberty Podcast. You are-